Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is October 24th. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block. So next week, we're going to be in the Book of Mormon chapters 1 through 6, which are really great chapters. The Book of Mormon kind of jumps back into war chapters. At the end of 4th Nephi, the people are wicked again, and they're are groups that are trying to fight each other. And so we see a lot more war in the Book of Mormon than we have in 3rd Nephi and in 4th Nephi. However, the war chapters that we see in the Book of Mormon tend to be a little more doctrinally rich than the ones that we see in Alma. And that's saying something because there's a lot to learn in those war chapters in Alma. However, there's something really special about the war chapters here in the Book of Mormon. So I'm really excited to study those with you next week. But to finish up for this week, I want to finish up in the book of 4th Nephi. Now, if you'll remember, we have taken this opportunity in 4th Nephi to really study why this group of people was called the happiest people among all the people who had been created by the hand of God. A few days ago, we talked about the fact that it said that they were married and given in marriage and how they found joy in those marriages. Yesterday, we talked about the lack of contention among the people because of the love of God, which did dwell in the hearts of the people. Today, I want to talk about my favorite verse in this chapter and what we can learn from this verse. In verse 17, it says, There were no robbers nor murderers, neither were there Lamanites, nor any manner of ites, but they were in one, the children of Christ, and heirs to the kingdom of God. And how blessed were they, for the Lord did bless them in all their doings. Now, I love this scripture, and I've always loved this scripture because I love the show of unity that it teaches us about these people. They weren't placed in groups or classes or different cliques. They were one. There were no ites among them. And I love that because I feel like it's so applicable to so many different things in our lives, in our wards, in our families, in our quorums or classes. In our neighborhoods, there should never be any ites among us. Now, I've been spoiled. I was raised in a ward that was incredible, and I didn't feel like there were any ites there. And I've spent my entire married life in a ward that is incredible and without ites. But I have seen it in other wards. It does happen. You end up with the long-term ites and the rental ites. You end up with the New momites and the I've already raised my kids ites. You end up with the financially stable ites and the still struggling ites, with the every single Sunday ites and the every fourth Sunday ites. Sometimes our natural man looks to people and classifies them and decides where they belong, but that is not a Zionistic society. This scripture teaches us that in a Zionistic society, when we are one, There can't be any ites among us. We can't classify ourselves or separate ourselves or group ourselves into different ites. We are all one. We are all children of Christ and heirs to the kingdom of God. Now, I found that in my life, I have noticed that it's easier to be one when we all have a common goal. It's easier to be one when we are working together in unity for one common thing. Sister Aburto, that's hard to say in English, Sister Aburto, (laughs) in her talk, With One Accord, said, As we work in unity, our purpose should be to look for 
and do the Lord's will. Our incentive should be the love we feel for God and our neighbor, and our greatest desire should be to labor diligently so we can prepare a way for the glorious return of our Savior. The only way we will be able to do so is with one accord. As we have a common goal, as we are working together for that common goal, as we are loving God and loving our neighbor, the ites among us tend to disappear. And as it says in verse 18, how blessed were they, for the Lord did bless them in all their doings. As we work together with one accord, as the ites among us disappear, it allows the Lord to bless us in greater abundance. Sister Burton echoed that idea when she said, when we work together in love and unity, we can expect heaven's help. Now, no ites among us doesn't mean that we're all going to be exactly the same. We're not going to look the same. We're not going to think the same. We're not going to do things exactly the same. However, as each of us has the same love of God in our hearts, we end up working towards the same goals. Sister Aborto also said, Every one of our paths is different, yet we walk them together. Our path is not about what we have done or where we have been. It is about where we are going and what we are becoming in unity. When we counsel together, guided by the Holy Ghost, we can see where we are and where we need to be. I love here in this verse how it explains that there were no ites among them because they were one and they saw each other as the children of Christ. Because they could see each other for who they truly were, because they recognized that they were all God's children, it unified them together in love. When you see others as your brother or sister, when you see others as another child of our Father in Heaven, it's hard to classify into ites. As we see each other for who we truly are, and as we begin to feel the love that God has for His other children— Not only is it hard to separate into groups, we no longer want to separate into groups. Elder Renlund said, To effectively serve others, we must see them through a parent's eyes, through Heavenly Father's eyes. And that is exactly how this society began to see one another. Because the love of God dwelled in their hearts. Because charity was their default mode. Because love was their natural response. They saw each other as they truly were. They saw each other as children of God and could feel the love that he had for them. And because of that, there were no ites among them. They were one, knit together in unity and love. One of my favorite things that I've ever seen, and my husband and I still talk about it often, is after we had gone to a priesthood ordination for one of our nephews, as soon as that ordination was over, the priest quorum president. That's not what they're called. I think it's the first assistant or something. Anyway, this priest quorum president put his arm around my 12-year-old nephew. And now this priest quorum president, you could tell he was just this cool, popular high school football player. And he put his arm around my little nephew and he said, okay, let's go. We're going to go do some fast offerings. And he took my nephew out and my nephew hopped into his really cool Jeep and they drove off together to do the Lord's work. And I thought that is how it should be. This cool, popular priest quorum president wasn't worried about the fact that my 12-year-old nephew was this younger kid or didn't exactly know what he was doing in collecting fast offerings. He was just happy to have him along. 
You could tell how much he wanted to include him and to become one in their quorum together. And when I saw that, I thought, that is how it needs to be. That's how I want to raise my kids. That is how I want to be. Inclusive, loving, and not worrying about anything else except bringing people into the fold. Closer to God, closer to their fellow men by loving them, inviting them along, and making them feel important and welcome. That was such a cool lesson that I learned from a a 16-year-old high school kid. I wanted to be just like him. My friends, several times throughout the scriptures, the Lord commands us to be one. And we can't be one if we see ourselves as being divided up into groups. In order to truly be one, knit together in unity the way our Heavenly Father would have us be, there can be no ites among us. I testify that as we fill our hearts with the love of God, as we make charity our default mode and love our natural response, that the ites among us will fall away, that we can be one, children of Christ, and heirs to the kingdom of God. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.